0: That song was Call Out My Name by Neverwake, and you are listening to the Pink Sock Podcast. Now, today's show is supposed to have Tony, but Tony's gone. He disappeared. But I have a special guest, a guy that is in that band Neverwake, Justin Samford. Hello, Justin. What's up? This is a random uh, quick (laughs) thing to throw together. Hey, hey, listen, wait,
1: some, some little wiener dudes and some giant trucks driving by. <laughs> I love, well, uh, I love little yeah. wiener dudes. Hey, we're going to be good friends then. <laughs> like I was going to say though, there's uh nothing wrong, nothing wrong with a good quickie, right?
0: Right. Especially with little wiener dudes.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> Wouldn't want it any other way with one of those. Just so that people know that is watching, he is not smoking a giant blunt. We figured that out before the show started. He is not Snoop Dogg it. <laughs> that is a cigar. So, what have you been up to in the lovely new world of TikTok and uh, Tiger King? Don't even get me started on that TikTok crap, man. I, I, I don't,
1: I don't understand it, and I don't want to. Like, I, I don't know. Uh, I I joined the dark side. I created a TikTok. Well, I I think I'm, I'm probably going to have to end up doing it because like, there's so many people going that direction and now there's like bands that are, you know, bands that are using that platform and, and, and it's working, you know, people are getting out there. And, um, so, you know, I'm probably going to end up having to do it, even though I don't want to, it's like one of those things I'll I'll do it, but I don't want to do it. You sound like uh, the grumpy old man. Them damn kids in their TikTok. No, for sure, that's me, for sure. <laughs> um, but outside, there's one one dude that I've been seeing um, whose TikToks. Uh, he, he's posting his TikTok videos on Instagram, and um, and they're hilarious. That's uh, Elias, the singer from Nonpoint. Uh huh. Dude, his, his are outrageous. They're funny. If if you
0: don't follow Elias from Nonpoint um, on Instagram, you should. I, I will. I actually am not right now, but now I will. Yeah. There's actually yeah. a local singer. I'm gonna give him a little shout out. He's on TikTok, James Keller of Dissension. I know James. No James. I've uh done some shows with James. Yeah, he has a TikTok and it is hilarious. I actually did one with him. It's like him singing like some love song, and I have my shirt all tied up, and I'm like. He messaged me. He's like, "You're ate up, dude." (laughs) Speaking of shows, what the
1: hell? (laughs) No, wait a second. Wait a second. Before you you said uh, TikTok and Tiger King, the, the world of TikTok and Tiger King. So the hell with TikTok. We talked about that, but Tiger King. Oh my God. Right. I mean, I know, like, I know, like, the initial rage over that is kind of blown over by by now, but it's still that insane. Like,
0: right. Like, how them people got away? Like everyone got away with everything they did except for <laughs> Joe Exotic. except for Joe. And listen, like the dude, the dude definitely did shady stuff. There's no doubt
1: about it. Yeah. But like, so so did everybody else on there. Like, right? Jeff flows seems to be as shady as could be. Uh, that. That that big dude with the the weird long hair that runs the pawn shop or whatever the hell that Uh is—he's crooked as could be. Like all all of them, they're they're all dirty, and and Carol, shit. I mean, what's what's really what's really fucked up though is tigers. Tigers definitely ate that that woman's that woman's husband.
0: The thing about that show is is like it shows how crooked the system is because all these people ratted ratted him out, so they got away with it scot free. Yeah, for sure. Like, what the hell? Yeah. Uh, and
1: then and then now I see uh, I don't like I, I don't I didn't like research it and like see how, how true it is or fact check or whatever, but now are they actually talking about um, did that I see uh, a movie or, or something where Nicholas
0: Cage is yes. he, he's gonna be Joe Exotic? <laughs> Nicolas Cage, <laughs> who would, okay. If you had to pick who would play who in the Tiger King movie?
1: Oh man. Let me see. Wow. Let's start Tiger with Joe. King, Joe exotic. Uh, I mean, we, we've seen, we've seen David Spade do Joe dirt. And I don't feel
0: like that is a far fault like
1: <laughs> that to the other, I think David Spade can be
0: Joe Exotic for sure. When I saw that um, documentary, I'm like, that is David Spade is Joe. Yeah, dirt. dude. <laughs> he's 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 Joe dirt on on a little bit more drugs. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. How about who would play Carol Baskin? Oh man, Carol Baskin. Danny DeVito.
1: Car- Carol fucking Baskin.
0: <laughs> Danny uh, DeVito. Danny DeVito. <laughs> I mean, it would be funny. <laughs> Either Danny DeVito or um, what's his name? Fuck, I'm thinking of uh, what's Louis Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that that could work. That
1: could work. Uh, you know who could who could do it and and bring like some comedy to uh to the role. Um, oh man, I can't. That's terrible. I can't even think of her name. She's been in so many movies now, but um, the chick who got her uh her start on like Mike and Molly,
0: what the hell? Oh, her name?
1: Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> Melissa McCarthy. She 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 could do it.
0: Put a blonde wig on her, and that'd be funny. Or just dye her hair blonde. But
1: yeah, wear that. You know, whatever. Um, Whatever's easier.
0: So who would play? I forget his name. I thought Rick, uh, the guy that did the documentary. crocodile dundee (laughs) that's who he reminded me of he reminded me of
1: like a like a a c-grade like broke down ass crocodile dundee
0: did you hear that he uh he said that he had to seek therapy after doing that show yeah i'm not surprised though i mean jesus well did you hear what he said wasn't shown on that he had footage of like joe taking a horse and just shooting it in the head like
1: yeah, yeah, yeah that's I, I would, it's absurd, man.
0: I would have, um, what's his name? Uh, Sling Blade, uh, <laughs> uh, oh, bad Santa, what's his name? Billy Bob Thornton. Have Billy Bob Thornton play him. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> let me tell you uh, about this, there, um, Joe Exotic. My
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, the French fried potatoes. <laughs>
0: actually I think Joe Exotic should be played by Johnny Depp (laughs) you know I mean like
1: he he is so good at playing like crazy like characters I'm sure he could do it
0: well it's crazy because I saw I don't know how true this is I didn't really fact check this one but I guess they interviewed Joe Exotic in prison and he doesn't want Nicolas Cage playing him he wants Brad he wants Brad Pitt Brad,
1: Pitt. he probably thinks he he is Brad Pitt <laughs> with all those
0: photos of him like <laughs> I love I love crazy. I love how you're wearing your never wake shirt but you didn't know you were wearing it no I didn't
1: I didn't uh, you know I, I got online with Mike here like uh, a few minutes before the the video the
0: live went up and he's like oh nice self-promotion there and i had to, i was like oh shit you're right oh well i'm, I'm wearing my <laughs> Bisto Blanco shirt which if you read it who is the fuck is Bisto Blanco?
1: <laughs> when i uh talk- so, answer, so answer answer that for me uh we were talking about that before that before the feed started i'm not familiar with them yet um, so B- who is who, who is the fuck is they <laughs>
0: Well, Bisto Blanco is Chuck Garrick is on rhythm guitar and vocals. He's the bassist for Alice Cooper and he also played bass for Ronnie James Dio and LA Guns. Um he's the vocalist. His vocal style is very similar to like Rob Zombie. So they're like a heavy or rock sound. For sure. But Calico Cooper, Alice's daughter, is also in the band. She's the vo- another vocalist, and her vocal style is like similar to that of like Lizzie Hale. hmm So it's like that interesting combination. Sounds like um, an
1: interesting mix.
0: It's actually a very good band. You should check them out. They're like a they're like a mix of like Rob Zombie, Hailstorm, like depending on what song you listen to. <laughs> Right, sure. Yeah, I mean, I'd, uh, from that description, I think I would
1: probably like it.
0: It's They're awesome, and also, it's not official yet. I'm not saying this is official, but I saw an interview with Bisto recently, and our good friend Tony from Psalms of Silence also told me that they are working on rescheduling the Bisto Blanco show with Psalms opening for October. We don't know yet. Where
1: was so, that supposed to be? Was that... Uh... <clears throat> Is that, that was Bard rock
0: i believe i don't want to be quoted saying where it was at um i'll have to get more details i believe i, it like was, I, I just i feel like i remember seeing uh, i think i think it was at the craft house oh okay okay i believe that's where it was at i'll uh, post about it in the next coming months once it actually gets announced but you should go
1: we'll see what's going on if uh
0: If and when, if, and when that happens, (laughs) (laughs) if I was supposed to get a louder than life and they canceled like that, (laughs) Hey,
1: Hey, don't, don't, don't tell me about that. I know all about it, man. We, we had tour plans lined up and possible tour plans after that lined up and all kind of stuff. And it's just all, it's all down the shitter right now.
0: Well, uh, Psalms of Silence was supposed to open for Bisto, and then was supposed to play Wacken Open Air, or however you pronounce it—that big German festival. Wacken, I think. Wacken, that's what I thought. But people look at me funny when I say it that way. So, but they're Psal- uncultured. They're uncultured swine. <laughs> <laughs> but Psalms was not officially supposed to be there, but they were doing the Battle of the Bands and they were told that that's canceled and they have to resched they have to reapply <laughs> to get rechosen to do battle of the bands that's stupid that that that's stupid i'm like you should just choose this because the first one i don't even think happened yet so just choose the same bands
1: yeah that's dumb
0: it is really dumb but back on who's going to play who on what Tiger King. Oh, careful! Who who would play who <laughs> on a Tiger King? Who's going to play Travis? My, I guess my uh, my son
1: is trying to join join oh, the
0: chat. <laughs> hi, hi, little guy. Your hat's all sideways. Hey, what's up, Liam?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, what's come up? on he's stealing the
1: show oh no oh, okay well you got stealing all the mm's get out of here m&m
0: face all right <laughs> so cute <laughs> yeah you want to borrow them no kids are cute unless they're mine <laughs> so who would play Travis in the tiger king movie
1: trap wait a second
0: which that was one, the, the, one of the, that was one of the husbands right yeah he shot himself.
1: Oh, um, uh, man, Travis. Elijah Wood. Well, wasn't, wasn't he kind of like a, uh, tall, like tall, good looking, like in shape dude. Yeah.
0: Not the no teeth one. Right, right, right. <laughs> uh, how about, how about Channing Taters? That could be fun. <laughs> Channing Taint Yum. Yum. Hey, <laughs> uh, have you seen this? Is the end? Yeah, it's been a long time. I seen it right after it came out. Yeah, that yeah. scene, that scene where he's like, "You made Channing Taint your sex slave" is like more like Channing Taint Yum. <laughs> okay, who would play uh, what's his name? The guy with no teeth. God. <laughs> um. I mean, we already, I, I
1: did already say David Spade for Joe Exotic, so why not Rob Schneider? <laughs> that can be—that can be fun. That can be a lot of fun.
0: Oh god! <laughs> All I'm imagining, because Rob Schneider always plays the weird character. Exactly, it'd be perfect. Like, uh, you know, if, if he was
1: kind of like uh, the character that he played in Fifty First Dates, that would be that would be funny.
0: You know who should play Carol Baskin then? Nick Sw- Nick Swardson. Nick <laughs> <laughs> and fuck it, have oh. Joe Exotic be Adam Sandler. <laughs> Just making an Adam Sandler movie,
1: or or Adam Sandler could be Carol Baskin, but he could be Carol Baskin as as the uh, the voice of a no, no.
0: That is hilarious. That might be fun. That might be fun. So have you seen any other movies lately that is as crazy as that one? Well, it was a series, but. A uh, series as crazy as
1: Tiger King. I mean. No. Uh, <laughs> no. I mean, I guess not. I mean, cause like that show is insane and it's all real. So like, it's, really ridiculous
0: do you uh, want i watched some good stuff i mean what's up did you want a documentary what? it's not a, it's not a series it's a documentary but it's a documentary as crazy if not more crazy than tiger king and it was 100 percent real what jim and andy it's a documentary about jim carrey oh, when he did um, man on the moon
1: yeah i i started watching that i didn't finish it i forgot about that but um yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I didn't know what like to expect when I was getting into it start when I started watching it I didn't know um, like was it supposed to be if it was a joke if it was real because like I, I never watched uh, that what, the, the, what it was the movie it was
0: about um, man, God man on the moon is I, have you seen man on the Moon yet? It's about the comedian Andy Kaufman. It is a doc. it is a real life movie. Well, Jim Carrey wanted the role, but they didn't want him to be Andy. So he had to audition and he got the role, but he wouldn't be called Jim during the filming of the movie or backstage. He had to be called Andy Kaufman 24 seven. Yeah. Like he never broke character.
1: It was insane.
0: He even invited Andy's daughter to rekindle the relationship between Andy and Andy's daughter. I'm like what the yeah, fuck. That's is co- yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, that's great. Now, if you're not familiar with Andy Kaufman, he got into a fight with Jerry the King Lawler back in the day. And Jim Carrey as Andy tried fighting Jerry the King Lawler cuz he was casted to play himself in the movie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think I remember seeing that on the uh, on the the Netflix thing,
0: that documentary. I'm like what the fuck is going on? Yeah, he he lost his mind during that. You want to know another documentary that is wild. Um, are you familiar with Amazing Jonathan? Not at all. He is a comedian magician. And he's really good friends with Chris Angel. And he's been on his show. And he's had all these accolades. He's met presidents and shit. Well, he was told six years ago, I think it was that he had a year left to live and he retired from magic and shit. And then he goes on his farewell tour five years later. (laughs) (laughs) And this guy is trying to document him, but he finds out that he hired another documentary crew to film him at the same time. There was like five or six documentary crews at the same time. Oh my God. And he's like fuck it, why not? I'm dying anyway. So he came Yeah, yeah really. Why not? So he hired all these people and two documentaries came out the same year by the way, only two. And amazing Jonathan in the film was filmed smoking crack out of a crack pipe. And he said the only way you can film me is if you smoke it with me.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh man
0: watch oh, it. Man. it it's on hulu it's called the amazing jonathan documentary it is okay. wild it is right. wild and then wow. spoiler alert the kid smokes it with them and then amazing jonathan says oh you can't film me doing it oh dick move <laughs> wow Oh, another really good movie to watch. I don't know what it's on, if anything. Um, the Bill Murray stories. No,
1: nope, I haven't seen those.
0: Um, it's just a documentary movie. It's about about like 2009. These stories started coming out about Bill Murray showing up at random places, doing random things, and nobody knew yeah. if they were if they were real or not. So this guy's trying to get to the bottom of it, and he finds out there all real <laughs> and he's trying to find the man himself but he can't find them <laughs> and the only way to contact bill murray he has no agents he has no manager he has a 1-800 number that goes straight to voicemail and he will get to you or he will not get to you <laughs> And he interviewed, (laughs) he interviewed a very famous director that had him in a movie. And she's like, he never answered. It took me a year to make the movie. Wow. But some of the stories like this college party was going on. And this guy that owned the place that the party was going on at went to the kitchen. And there's Bill Murray in his kitchen. He don't know why talking to two girls and then starts doing his dishes. (laughs) i'm like but like he'll get old bill Bill murray well he'll do stuff like that and occasionally he will look at people and be like no one is going to believe you and then he'll disappear (laughs) 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 he will leave (laughs) like he was at a bar one time covered this guy's eyes while he's at the urinal whispered in his ear nobody will believe you and the guy turned around there's bill he waves and leaves (laughs) <laughs> yeah you should watch it it is wild like there's like at least five or six stories in there and they're all real crazy. and there's picture proof that they're all real and video proof
2: <laughs>
0: like this That's guy awesome. this guy was like i'm friends with bill and he just showed up at my house and started eating dinner with me i guess bill knocked on his door walked in and sat down and ate um one of the guys is a good friend of his told a story about bill he's like bill murray would call me at weird hours of the night because my wife was in roadhouse with patrick swayze and he would call at like three in the morning and be like your wife is on tv fucking patrick swayze and then he'd hang up
2: (laughs) (laughs) that's hilarious (laughs)
0: <laughs> That's funny. And he said it got real bad cuz all of his friends in Hollywood started doing it and they'd caught like 4 uh 3 2 <laughs> in the morning like different hours of the night. <laughs> That's like, messed up and and I love it. <laughs> right? Well, what is messed up when you're on a show called The Pink Sock Podcast? It's all fair game, man. Do you know oh, what a pink What's that? Do you know what a pink sock is? Unfortunately, I do. Have you seen one? Uh, not in person. No. I was <laughs> waiting I was waiting for you to be like no comment. Not in person, no. No, I have not. Would you like to see one? Yeah, show me yours. <laughs> Let's see that pink. <laughs> Fun. It looks like an Arby's melt. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, he has the meats inside out meats. Yeah. <laughs> so is there anything it's like, like a, going- it looks like a blood looks like a blown out ro- raw roast beef sandwich. Looks like somebody shot a shotgun up inside of it. <laughs> <laughs> so anything going on with Neverwake during this whole uh, pandemic? Yeah. I mean, believe it or not, there's, there's always something
1: going on. I mean, we might not be able to be out touring right now, which kind of was, was the plan. Um, you know, we're no shows, no touring, obviously. Uh, And that's a major bummer. Um, but there's always something going on. We never quit writing or working. I mean, um, we're always working on something. Uh, we have, we have a bunch of stuff we've been working on. We've been trying to, uh, trying to get something out for, for the sleepwalkers, uh, you know, with all this, all this shit going on and everybody being stuck at home, uh, you know, everybody being trapped inside. We've been, we've been trying to trying to get something out and, and everything that, you know, what's going on in the world is, uh, I mean, it's, the shit has rolled downhill to to every, every facet of everything you could imagine. We've had, um, setbacks with, uh, you know, stuff we've been working on and, and it's, um, you know, this I, I hate to say because like I'm I'm so over everything that has to do with this with coronavirus or COVID 19. Like we we've done some live live uh hangouts from the Neverway page. Like we play games and you know do do silly stuff and laugh mm-hmm. at each other. And we we made a rule like during our live feeds we would not say coronavirus or COVID 19. Like we're we're not gonna give like you know give any credit to it. We're just not well, gonna my- talk about it.
0: But my, my, my buddy, Ryan Roxy, who has a podcast called In the Trenches, um, yeah. he has a role on his show that we do not talk about the C word. And he's like, and I'm not talking about Cooper. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah. I mean, so like we, you know, we don't talk about Corona or COVID, uh, you know, when we do the Never Wake Live stuff. But, um, you know, it has gotten to the point where, where COVID-19 has affected everything. Uh, not only, you know, the touring and and live shows aspect for bands, but for, um, for releasing material and stuff, it's gotten to the point where it's affecting that. And, um, it's just crazy, man. We we have been working really hard on some stuff that we're, uh, we've been trying to get out for our fans. And, um, you know, that's, that's about the extent uh, that I can go to with that. Um, you know, we're just, we're working hard. We have some really cool stuff uh, for for sleepwalkers that um, we're going to be talking about
0: uh, as soon as we can. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you guys thought about doing, like a lot of bands are doing live stream concerts. Have you thought about going that route? We, yeah, we have, we've, we've thought about it. We've talked about it. One of the things that's kind of,
1: kind of put a damper on that. Um, we actually all live, not all of us. We live. Uh, there's four of us, and never wait for those of you who aren't familiar. And we live in three different states. Um, I live. I live just outside of. I live just outside of Pittsburgh, uh, right in Pennsylvania. Um, Marcus and and Johnny both live in West Virginia, and uh, George lives in Ohio. Um, and uh, the thing with uh, with Johnny, Johnny's wife is a doctor, or I said wife is a fiance. The same thing, whatever. Um, she's a doctor and he's kind of like gotta be, he he can't leave like the state. They, um, with her being a doctor, he's not allowed to come like back home to Ohio to do stuff with us because it could put like, it could put her in jeopardy of, you know, possibly Mm -hmm. being infected. And, um, so we've been, we've been staying away from each other. Unfortunately, it's been tough. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's definitely something we've talked about, um, we would like to do something like that as soon as possible because uh, we know that even once, you know, everything is loosened up or, or lifted. I mean, a lot of places are, you know, they are getting more back to normal. Um, uh, but like here in Allegheny County, right outside of Pittsburgh, PA, we're still in um, in yellow. So like there's, there's a lot of stuff still closed down, a lot of regulations and stuff. Mm-hmm. But even when stuff gets back to normal, it's going to be a while before – like touring and the music industry like gets back to, to normal. So we are talking about uh, some things that we're going to try to do uh, as soon as we can for sure. Um, because like I said, it's going to be hard for everybody to get right back to, to shows and everything. Mm-hmm. So uh, we do have some stuff where we're trying to work out.
0: Yeah. Cause it's hard to like know when is the right time and we don't want to rush into anything, but we don't want to. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's tough. Uh, all of us,
1: all of us, you know, fans and, and, and musicians alike, we all want to get back to shows. We all and never win. we We all miss our fans. We miss the Sleepwalkers so much. It's it's ridiculous. You know, we went on the tour last spring and came home. We had a, a little string of shows, you know, around the local area the rest of the year last year. And, you know, the the idea was to get back out on tour this spring. And um, we're just, it's killing us, man. Like, I bet. We we, uh, we were like kind of taking a break from shows after I think uh, I think the Sleepwalker Ball was the last show that we played live. Oh God, that's terrible. So we did Sleepwalker Ball, which is our annual Halloween benefit for Children's Hospital. Um, we did that at uh, the Hard Rock, and then we were taking time off from live shows to wrap up and finish up the EP, the new EP, Misguided, um, which you can pre-order on our website, um, you, you, And you, you, you know, we're working on, on buttoning that all up and getting that ready to release this spring. And then we're going to go out, hit the road and, and, and support of it. And then, you know, that's just, it's all gone to shit. But um,
0: You can only do what you can do. We got to, we're oh, yeah. all in this together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it sucks, but there's well, only, it's, like you said, there's only, only so much we can do. What's crazy is, is I got a notification on my phone two in the same day. One said your Mega Death Lamb of God show was changed to eight PM to two PM, and then later on that day they're like it was canceled. I'm like, or rescheduled. Canceled. Dude, I was looking forward to that show so bad, so bad. Well, there was thought,
2: actually actually my
1: thought. What?
0: what my thought was is, what is changing it to two PM gonna do? It's nothing. <laughs> is the virus afraid of the dark <laughs> like, this is, listen this
1: is not good i'm out of whiskey
0: that's not good i haven't had uh, wine was, I, I haven't had wine what? in like a month i haven't had wine in a few months i'm a wine drinker don't look at me like that oh you need to get your life straight bro There's nothing straight about me. (laughs) We know. We know. And that's why we love you. Did you uh, happen to check the first episode of the Pink Sock Podcast? Uh, Which one was the first one? Uh, We did one last Saturday at 8 p.m. We do these every Saturday.
1: You know I I checked that one.
0: I was messing with you off and on the whole time. That's right. Did you hear the story that Tony told about... About the bassist and the drummer of Psalms. Yeah, yes. Yes, I did. They almost got yes, the sucked by Kyle Gas.
1: <laughs> yes, I did. Would you have done it? What take a take a blowy from some dude that looks like Kyle Gas? Yeah. Well it depends on if he was gonna tell anybody or not. <laughs> Let's say he don't. <laughs> No, <laughs> I mean, he could at least be a good-looking guy. Not not Kyle Gas.
0: So like John Stamos. <laughs> random question: Since this is a fucked-up show, would you have sex with actress Betty White? That's a, that's a question. Would you? You have to, out of respect, right? <laughs> out of respect. Well, probably.
1: Oh hi, hi wifey. Uh, pro- That's... Well, probably out of respect to the wifey. Out of that respect, probably not. But in but... that theoretical world, uh, Betty White. I mean, I guess you'd you'd have to if that opportunity
0: presented itself, right? Right. <laughs> that's like being offered to see the rolling stones live uh, I, just, I just i couldn't help but think
1: of you remember uh remember lake placid when when betty white is like
2: if i had a dick this is where i'd tell you to suck it
0: i find that movie crazy that she's like the killer yeah hey i like that movie i've only seen it once i gotta see it again because it's been a while so is there any good movies that you recommend during this whole thing? Good movies. Let me, I, I've actually been watching like a lot of
1: Netflix and, and stuff. Cause I've been home, like obviously, um, I mean like my wife is able to work from home with what she does for a living. Uh, I I'm a machinist. Like I obviously can't, I can't do machining from home. Uh, well, I mean I could, but I don't have a CNC machine myself, myself, but um i've taken on the role of being a uh homeschool teacher for my boy Mm -hmm. so like that's that's my focus during the day is taking care of the boy and we do school stuff during the day and hang out and stuff but i've also been able to watch a lot of uh netflix and, and stuff like that um i've been watching a lot of good stuff i mean if you're into like that fun like young adventurous like uh, gold hunting, drugs, and love, and all uh, uh, stuff. I just watched um, Outer Banks. That was fun. I like Outer Banks. Did you watch that yet?
0: I've not seen it yet. I've actually. It's weird because I should be watching movies and stuff, but like, I've been listening to music and listening to podcasts.
1: <laughs> well, there's nothing wrong. With that. That's not, that's not wrong. Uh, that's a fun series on Netflix. Like, it's got it all. It's got it's got murder and and drugs and sex and treasure hunting it's got it all it's got all it's fun
0: that sounds Um, like that sounds like a never wake show
1: (laughs) yeah why Um, is there treasure hunting at a show (laughs) if if you have to ask then you wouldn't understand uh i mean this this might blow a lot of people's minds um I have never seen all of the Star Wars movies. I've only seen the the original three, which is what Episode four, five, and six. Um, yes. The original three. I've only ever seen those, and that was like a long time ago when I was younger. So uh, we recently got Disney Plus, and I have been starting to catch up on that whole that whole saga. Uh, man, there's so much though. I have been watching a lot of a lot of good stuff,
0: um, but it's slipping my mind at the moment. So do you plan uh, on do you plan on giving the prequel trilogy a shot? Yeah, I mean I'm going to I'm going to
1: watch it all. I actually uh started um the first one of those, the Phantom
0: was it the Phantom Menace? Phantom Menace was the first one, I believe. Yeah,
1: I started that uh last night. I watched about half of that before I was passing out. I had to go to bed.
0: Uh yeah, the Phantom Menace was the first one. I feel really bad that I had to think about that.
1: <laughs> well see it's weird, like I you know, I saw the original three years and years and years ago, and I knew that those like I, I'm not completely ignorant of what's going on with Star Wars. Like I know that even though those are the original three movies that like in the timeline, they're not you know the first ones. Uh, right. so I was like, all right, I'm gonna look up what's the best order to watch these in because there probably is and, I, uh, there is hey. yeah, well, I thought. I thought i got I got the list it was like set me on the right path and i started watching them and it's like watch uh episode four then watch rogue one then watch episode one so it, it kind of jumped around a little bit and it said like this is the best way to watch star wars um so then um <laughs> uh we we were supposed to um play with uh saul last year mm-hmm. and uh, the show that we were supposed to do with him got cancelled but we were, you know, I'm friends with a couple of those guys on Facebook now. And I last it was late last night I had posted um all right, I've watched uh you know this, this and this, and I'm working on uh Phantom Menace now. And um a couple of people are like, What what the hell that that's a terrible order for you to be watching those in? And uh Will from from Saul is one of the he's like, dude, that's a terrible list. What are you doing? He's like, You gotta watch it in this order, and I was like where where were you at a month ago when I started <laughs> watching this crap, dude?
0: I usually watch four, five, one, two, three, six, seven, eight, and then I just watch the other ones as like a like a backtrack.
1: Yeah, I mean, they said
0: uh, a couple of people agreed now that I should have I should be watching,
1: you know, one, two, and then something else, and then three and then four. I'm like, but wait, the thing that I was following saying you know, not to watch the prequels first because then, I mean, I've seen four or five and six, I already knew that, that Vader was Luke's dad. But if you watch the one, two and three first, that it, it would, it would blow that surprise, you know, that, that Vader was his dad. So I was like, okay, cool. Even though I already know that I'm going to watch it like
0: this. And apparently I'm still wrong. Let's be honest. Anybody who knows star Wars. Well, everybody knows that plot twist. Cause it is the most quoted
1: yeah yeah i mean but le- okay okay here's here's something else here's something else when i was watching uh this round through episode four um i was thinking to myself several times through man am i the only guy that thinks luke skywalker is a real bitch like he's like he was like crying the whole movie about everything right uh, Uh, i was like man i it's been a long time since i watched these i hope his testicles drop soon because like he's a little girl right now
0: speaking of star wars you know what the most toxic thing ever is a hardcore star wars fan they hate everything but the original trilogy really yes i got in an argument with this guy they're like um well, the prequels sucked because of Jar Jar Binks. I'm like, the prequel trilogy would have been better if you let him do the writing and shut up because people hated on the the prequels and he changed the storyline. The original idea for Star Wars, and people argue with me on this, there's no real backing to this other than George Lucas saying Jar Jar Binks is behind all this but the whole theory is, is that Jar Jar was supposed to be revealed as being the Sith Lord of the prequel trilogies. He was just acting dumb this whole time, which was kind of a dark side version of Yoda. Cause when Yoda was first introduced, he was a stumbling idiot. Yeah. Which I think would have been a perfect plot twist. You know, the stumbling idiot you guys hate. He's not bad. He's actually right. bad. Right. Right. <laughs> And then, and then they hated the prequels because it wasn't like the originals. Then they released the new trilogy, and they hate it because it's too much like the originals.
1: <laughs> well, I did, I did watch before I started this whole quest to watch like the whole saga, um, because it was on Netflix. I did watch um, Solo
0: a while back. It's so uh, cool. I, I I liked that one. That was a good one. You get to see the cast of the run and like. In its entirety. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I do love even the, there's one Star Wars movie I don't like. And it was, I forget the name of it. uh, The one before Rise of Skywalker. Um, That one was all right, but here's the issue. They changed directors. And so that one had a different director. And then the last one had the same director as the first one. So that guy was basically fixing everything this guy fucked up. <laughs> sure. sure.
1: Uh, I finished, well, I started Phantom Menace last night, but I, I watched uh, Rogue One yesterday. Rogue One was badass. I, I did like that one a lot.
0: It's so good. Well, I guess we're uh, getting, um, are you familiar with Clone Wars, the series? No. Um, Clone Wars takes place after, I believe, Attack of the Clone. <laughs> It's an animated series. Uh, Yeah. Disney re uh, is uh, doing a final season of the clone wars. Okay. Uh, They're also the Mandalorian. You need to watch the Mandalorian. Yeah. Like my, my five-year-old, like
1: he's never watched any, any uh, star Wars movies, but I was watching um, episode five a little bit this morning. Was that this morning? It's when Luke is training with Yoda, and he's like, "Oh look, it's baby Yoda!" I was like, "It's it's not it's not baby Yoda." But how do you know that? You've never watched any.
0: Well, what's what's crazy about Mandalorian is is a lot of people don't realize that that's not baby Yoda. That's the same species as Yoda. <laughs> Mandalorian takes place after Yoda had already died. mind blown (laughs) it takes place after episode six i believe Hmm. it's a really good series
1: thanks for thanks for a spoiler bro
0: well it's not a spoiler because if you look up if you look up the the uh description they say that Uh oh you we don't know who baby yoda is yet oh all right I don't give away Star Wars spoilers because I hate them.
1: Yeah, spoilers suck,
0: man. Have you seen Rise of Skywalker yet? No, 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 no. Oh, here's one we just finished. Um we watched uh,
1: the we saw, uh, the first, well not the the first, the you know, the reboot it um after it came out. It was good, of course. It was it was a good movie. Um, but we just just now finally watched uh, me and a wife. We just watched it two or chapter two or whatever uh, the other night, and uh, it was it was entertaining. <laughs> but uh, I I haven't seen it yet. Oh, okay. Well, I, I won't say much more than that. It's it's worth watching. <laughs> it's worth watching. But there was some shit that I, takes place in it, it, it chapter two. We literally like
0: looked at each other and we're like. <laughs> what but it, it's it's good it's good i i was weird and skeptical i ain't seen the first it yet because i was just skeptical because i'm like how can you replace tim curry oh you didn't see <laughs> either of them no i okay. I, I don't want be-
1: to i plan on one, it the first newer one it's really good uh in my opinion um and the 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 second one the final chapter it it chapter or it too the final chapter whatever the hell it is. I don't know. Um, it, to me, the first one's better, but the second one's still good. It's still worth watching.
0: I'll have to check both of them out. Are they on Netflix or anything? I uh, no No, I'll, I'll go digging on the dark web.
1: I think we, we, uh, we signed up for, um, I think we signed up for a seven day uh, HBO trial or something and watched it too. I think is where we got
0: it. It might be on I love how we're saying it but we're not meaning it but we are meaning it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh I think it might be on Comcast and we have Comcast on demand so Okay. Right on. I'll I'll check it out. Well, hey that can circle back to some music stuff speaking of it. Um did you ever get to check out the uh the Ice Nine Kills their their last record, Silver Scream? Um, I checked out a couple songs because I got like their music videos popping up on AudioVane's site, and yeah. I love I love what I've heard. Yeah, dude, that
1: awesome concept record. Like, uh, of course, the music itself is awesome, but um, I love the the concept. You know, all the all being different horror movie themes. That's cool.
0: Mm-hmm. Ice Nine Kills has always been incredible, though. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, they're a good band for sure. We we did. Um,
1: it was weird because it was in the same venue, but it was two different rooms within the same venue. We, uh, it was a like, uh, handful of years ago. We played um, launch music conference over uh, in Lancaster. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, they were playing with upstairs, which is the chameleon club. And we were playing downstairs and I forget the name of that room. That's it's in the same building, but there there's different a different club, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, I forget the name of the room that we were playing in. Uh, I the bomb was like, dude, I wish we were playing upstairs, opening for them. But um, we actually, because like launch music conference is a big deal. It's like all a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and like it takes over the entire mm-hmm. town of, of Lancaster, PA. Uh, it's just like shows everywhere, and you know, music conference stuff going on. Um, and it was the the first day of the conference. Me and me and Johnny went. Down early we got the day off and went down and we were there just walking around all over lancaster and i think it was we were out um we were out trying to find a liquor store we were trying to buy whiskey um, of course
0: you were <laughs> you know, if you don't know
1: if you don't know never wake we love whiskey um we we drink whiskey like it's water pretty much but no we're we're walking around lancaster trying to find a liquor store and we saw the guys from iceline kills just walking down the street and uh you know hey what's up you know we're fans, you know, were actually playing, kind of playing with you, but not playing with you later tonight, you know, and they were, they were cool. Spencer, Spencer was a singer. He was the only one that really talked There, uh, he was cool. They were, they were nice guys.
0: Oh, that's badass. I like when musicians are nice. I hate hearing. It's, always, the ass- it's, always a, it's a plus when they are. Yeah. I have yet knock on wood. I have yet to meet a musician that has been an asshole.
1: Okay. So I, I don't <clears> like, I don't like to speak ill of the dead. But I, I have one experience with a with a famous guy that was uh, not pleasant. Um, but I, I, from what I hear, it wasn't the norm for this guy. So everybody else says that he was he was a treat to be around. Um, but it was, I believe, it was an Ozfest. I think it was a long ass time ago. Uh, we were leaving the show out at Post Gazette. I don't know why I'm pointing um, <laughs> like it's over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, anybody that like lives close to me would know that Post Gazette literally is just right over there, a little bit, uh-huh. uh, like 10, 10 minutes away. But anyways, we're at Ozfest. Post Gazette, right? It's right back there. I thought and you were just here. telling
0: people that Ozfest was in your backyard.
1: Oh well, basically, I mean, it's only about about ten minutes right over that way. But um, we were leaving the show, walking out through, walking out through, uh, headed back to the parking lot. And all of a sudden, there was Wayne Static with his, his, uh, who would become his wife, the, um, former porn star chick. Was that, uh, oh, what was her they name? Were, they, they were married when he died, but I don't think
0: they were married yet at that point. I forget. I want to say her name was Tara.
1: Yes. Yes. But I forget Tara. her last name. I don't remember. But, anyways, they were we're walking up out of there and there was a group of people that I was with and there was another group of people and we we're like, Oh, is, it, is that, it's Wayne static right there. It's Wayne static. So like a couple of us broke off and tried to go like, Hey, what's up, man. You just, I mean, like, we we're not going to like bother. We just wanted to say, Hey, you know, mm-hmm. and, and it was clear that him and his woman were, were having an argument. Um, a dude that was like from a different group that was just in front of me, kind of got up to him before we did. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yo, Wayne static. And, 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 I mean, if he was having like an issue with his girl, I can understand being like in a bad mood, but he could have handled it a little better. He was, he was pretty rude to the guy. He was like, back off, man. Not now. Just, just, just not now. And like, just blew the dude off and kept going. I was like, okay.
0: Like I, I'm, it's weird. Cause like, I haven't met a lot of famous people, but like I've met wrestlers, I've met musicians so far. Nobody's been an asshole. But you're I lucky. did. You're lucky. I did meet a pro wrestler that I was told is an asshole, and he wasn't to me. So really, I don't know if you're yeah. familiar, huh? Who? New Jack.
1: No. He wrestled I'm not, for, I'm not. I'm not enough of a wrestling fan to know who that is. I mean wrestled, like, I, I know. You know, like the big names, of course, probably, but
0: uh, he wrestled for ECW, and he's most known for stabbing people in the ring. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah. A, that's a good gimmick if no if you don't work well with him he will either stab you or he will throw you off of high objects right, he sounds like a, a good guy he he's nice to people that are nice to him oh okay in his oh. defense these people were like In wrestling, there's this huge respect thing where if you approach a legend and you tell them, hey, I want to get an upper hand on you or I want to do this or that, that is disrespectful. Sure. And and both people, well, all three people approached him and said, hey, I want to get an upper hand. I want to to bleed. And he's like, oh, you'll bleed. (laughs) (laughs) We can make that happen. (laughs) Because I don't know, like in wrestling, they put a razor blade in their finger. And this guy, some kid was like, "I want to bleed in the ring with you." He was like, "Okay." He pulled out a surgical scalpel and started cutting this kid's forehead. Yeah, right. But yeah, he was an all right guy. Yeah, hell of a nice guy. Just misunderstood. <laughs> like, I, however, I usually like, I understand musicians are people; they have their off days. So I'm not going to fault anybody for an off day. But I oh. try to, I try to avoid. I try to avoid the musicians that are always assholes to people.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, there was, there was something that like we learned, um, with our, our first, our first national tour last spring. We, we've played a ton of shows here in the home base and the, the Pittsburgh area opening, opening for national bands, you know, and being, being the the local opener, we've done that a ton of, ton of times and Mm -hmm. you know, 99% of the time, everybody that we've worked with or open for has been nice. Um, My God, like uh, Devour the Day. Are you familiar with those guys? I am familiar with
0: them. Yes.
1: Super, super nice. Like Blake, the singer, one of the nicest people we played with. Like he, So like at the Hard Rock, there's not really a green room at the Hard Rock Cafe, but there's like that little auxiliary extra dining room back by the kitchen that they'll use if they need extra tables. But when Mm -hmm. there's shows there, they'll like block it off and bands can have it as a green room. And um, they have their, I think they were in a, Mercedes Sprinter. Um, so, like, they're like, "No, that's okay." You know, the local bands can have the the green room, and we'll just we'll just use a Sprinter. But Blake came back and was actually like hanging out in the, in the green room with us and bullshitting with us. And Just super nice guy. But um, you know, we there's there was a uh, an experience or two that was not pleasant. I'm not mm-hmm. not gonna not gonna talk about who because it doesn't matter. It was in the past, and I'm not I'm not trying to. Mm-hmm.
2: Sorry, my boy's talking to me
1: I'm not trying, to like, not trying to like shit on anybody, um, but there was a band we played with, and there was there was like weird stuff that happened over the green room, and like after we went and did our our first national tour last spring, um, we're like, wow, man, it's like it's not okay for a bigger band to to treat local bands like shit. It, it, it will never be okay, but after after like being live, living on the road i mean we we toured for our tour was 5 weeks last spring um so after you know living on the road and getting to a venue where like you you get a nice green room and you just want to relax and chill mm-hmm. a little bit and hide away for a little bit it's like you totally now you totally understand those bands that like you know when you see them they're like maybe not the most outgoing like, mm-hmm. you know, at first, it's, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to explain, I guess, maybe, but it's like, but you get it. I get it. I get it now.
0: There's, those musicians there that have like, are known for being assholes. And I think those <laughs> yeah. ones might, might do it on purpose. Um, for instance, not to mention any <laughs> names, but the singer of guns and roses. <laughs> oh yeah. Who's that? Who's that? I've heard weird stories because I've, I've met people that have met him and they were like, yeah, he's an asshole 24 (laughs) seven. Really? Like he's, he tries to have fun, but he's having fun at other people's expense.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, some of the, some of the stuff we've, you know, bigger things that we've, we've been blessed to be able to do so far. We've, we've gotten to, to meet some bigger people and it's been really cool seeing like, uh how how cool they are for the most part like um uh god it's been way too long we did carolina rebellion in 2015 mm-hmm. and um we played we were the opener of the reverb nation stage we, I, reverb nation chose us it was like a contest thing to play the stage you know open the stage that day and like islander was on after us testament was on that stage um with a couple of awesome bands like on the same stage as us but cheap trick Chief Trick behind that stage, and um, there's there obviously there's no green rooms at a big festival like that. What they had was little like you ever go by a construction site and you see like a little wee like it looks like a mobile home, but it's a little wee like miniature version of like a mobile home. Yeah, you know what I mean, like a little trailer. Yeah. They yeah. had like a handful of those. They had like a handful of those, and they would have like two two bands per one of those, sharing them as little like green room trailers. Um, so we we shared one with Islander. Those dudes were all cool. Um, uh, and, and all the dudes were cheap trick. Um, we're just like out there mode, like, like hanging with people. They were in their, their wild stage costume and Rick Nielsen, the guitar player for cheap trick is out there in his, his stage gear, brushing his teeth, <laughs> watching, watching the bands play from like backstage, brushing his teeth. And we're like, this dude's cool. Um,
0: Can I say how much I love festivals? Because you just said that that Testament and Cheap Trick, Testament and Cheap Trick on the same stage. Uh, Uh, Speaking speaking of Testament, have you heard their new album? No, I have not. Do it.
1: Uh, Then we like the same day. I mean, uh, I've I've been a huge Papa Roach fan since their since Infest came out, like. When that CD came out, you know, all those, what, 20, 20 or 21 years ago, whatever, whenever that came out. Um, I believe it's 20 year anniversary this year. So, yeah, you're right. Um, I mean, like I always liked the music, but with that CD, like at that stage of my life, you know, there was, there was stuff I was, I was uh, facing and going through. And there's just a lot, like a lot of the lyrical content on that CD. It just like, it stuck with me and I connected to it. And I've, I've been a big fan of Papa Roach ever since. Um and we were uh, back by the um, the catering tent at Carolina Rebellion, which was massive, like this huge tent with food and drinks for days. We ate lunch beside Hollywood Undead. And uh, cool. we didn't talk to those guys. We, we did eat lunch beside them. Um, but I was, we were walking by the catering tent, and there were some media trailers where like bands were doing interviews and stuff. And I saw Jacoby from Papa Roach come out of uh, a media trailer, and I was like, do I go over there or do I not? <laughs> the fanboy the, the fanboy fan saying you gotta do it. so I was like, I was like, yo Jacoby, what's up, dude? I'm a big fan. Can I grab a picture real quick? And he's like, absolutely, brother, and he like ran over and put his arm around me and we took the picture.
0: super cool.
1: super nice guy and then like um we watched uh
0: we've <coughs> our- heard that I've heard that about him. He's a very nice guy because, uh, I guess every single year for rock on the range, he's been there whether he's playing or not. <laughs> he, and uh, a lot of people I know have ran into him in the crowd. And uh, you
1: know? well, he was super nice when I met him. Like, you know, he he could have, he could have been a dick. Like he could have been like, no, sorry, dude. But he's like, yeah, man, come here. He like put his arm around me. took the picture, but uh, we, we watched uh motionless and white from side stage that day. Uh, Talk to most of them, we didn't talk to all all of their guys, but uh, they were they were super. Chris, Chris was super nice when I talked to him. Like, you know, if, if you listen to Motionless in White, you'd expect to Chris to be like this. You know, like this. I don't know. Like, maybe that's just me, but he's like got this really big voice, and like, yeah, you know, the, the way you know his his screams and his growls are. Like, you'd expect him to be this like tough dude or whatever. But when I talked to him, he was just like. Real low key and real chill, and I was like, "Hey man, your your guys' set kicked ass. Uh, you know, it was awesome and whatever." He's like, "Oh, thanks. I really appreciate it. Thanks for watching, man. You know, it's, I really appreciate it." <laughs> I was like, "Wow, I was kind of surprised." But um, say like Periphery guys, we got to watch them and talk to a few of them. They were all super cool. So it, it is. It's always nice when you get to you get to meet those people that you're a fan of and. Mm-hmm. Um, you know they they haven't let it get to their head. They're you know they're still level. They're still grounded. You know.
0: So who is the nicest person you've ever met? Like big name act
1: man. Uh, well, I mean, anybody that follows us knows that we've we've worked with John from Disturbed uh, uh, several times now. Um, he recorded our our produced our cd uh, our ep incinerate with us and he produced the the newest one that we're still working on releasing this guy did he produce that um, he's you know as far as uh modern heavy music or hard rock goes i guess he uh he and disturbed are about the the height of, of where you can go with that i mean headlining arena tours you know but um he's he's super cool dude super super cool super down to earth uh, a lot of fun to a lot of fun to just party with. I mean, like, when we're in the studio working with John, he's an absolute workhorse. He, he will work for, like, 16 hours and take a nap on the couch in the studio and just get right back to it. Damn. But um, he, he's a cool dude. Uh, but, I, I mean, I got to mention, if you're asking me, uh, anybody that knows me knows I'm, I'm a diehard Zach Wilde fan. That's, that's my guy. Uh, I, he's the reason I play guitar. I'll say that. Um, hmm. I got to meet him. I don't know it was, it was it was quite a few years back now maybe uh, I, I don't know but it was it was when the black label record order of the black came out and they were touring order of the black um, and they were here in Pittsburgh it was when uh, the station square amphitheater was still open uh, thanks to the Pittsburgh soccer team for screwing that up um, I got to uh, I got to meet Zach that day and that was an awesome moment because I'm such a big fan uh, so it was cool to meet Zach and he was he was very nice very cool but it was funny though because um I was like oh man I'm gonna get to meet Zach there's all these like I want to say this I want to say that like I got up to I got up to him at the table I got him to sign my shirt and I was like thank you <laughs> you fanboyed out <laughs> dude I failed I failed so hard but like he he was super nice super nice so it was but on the other hand, like I failed, all I said was "thank you." But on the other hand, that's all I needed to say because uh, you know his his work and playing has been a, a such an inspiration to me that "thank you" is all I needed to say.
0: It's always great to meet your idols because, like, the reason why I got into metal, I got into rock and stuff, was Alice Cooper. And I actually have the, had the honor to meet Alice, all his bandmates and all of them. Alice is one of the nicest people I have ever met. I've, I've heard that. Um, it was funny because I, deep down, I'll admit this now, deep down, I was like, because I was young at the time and I'm like, it's Alice Cooper. But I got up there and the only thing I could muster out at the time was, I'm not worthy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. What did he do? he was like you're worthy and he put his hand
1: on <laughs> <laughs> i but, like it uh when they, when they do that to aerosmith and steven tyler's like
0: you're worthy you're worthy get up <laughs> get up but it's cool because like i've met him a few times now so it's not really that weird anymore whenever i meet people because once you meet your idol a couple times you can meet anyone
2: <laughs> sure,
0: sure. <laughs> like, now, this is years ago, years ago, somebody I know, uh, Alice
1: Cooper was playing at the uh, Civic Arena up in Erie, PA, and um, somebody I know had ran into him and his daughter at the, the Erie, the mall up in Erie, and it said that they they just saw him at the mall shopping with his daughter, and said that he was, you know, it was quick, it was short and sweet, but that he that, that he was very nice to them.
0: Well, Alice actually frequents Pittsburgh, Erie, that little area around there, because he considers it his home away from home, from what I've heard. I, I heard that he actually will shop out there randomly when he's not touring. Nice. nice. I was supposed to meet Ozzy Osbourne on his farewell tour, but he's like, oh, a postponed a to post, the and I'm like, okay, I understand. So he wait, re- wait, wait, let
1: me Let me ask you though, which, which farewell tour
0: was that? It was the third leg of his no more tours part two. Yeah. Did I tell you about what he did when I saw him? I went and saw him and he came out and there's official shirt for this says no more tours. And on the back, it says, I'm not fucking kidding this time. Ozzy gets halfway through his set. Ozzy gets halfway through his set and then he says, I want to clear up a room. Uh, This isn't my farewell tour. I'm just not going to do it all in one go anymore. I'm not retiring. All right, keep fucking playing. I'm like,
1: what? Dude, like, I I am a huge Ozzy fan. I was raised on Ozzy. I I love Ozzy. And I've seen him a handful of times. Uh, I I, I would be on I was skeptical about trying to go see this tour. I mean, it was coming right here, to post, <laughs> right here to post that on Megadeth. I was like, "I I love Megadeth. I've never seen them. Somehow, I I have to go to that show." Because, like, I, you've never seen I, Megadeth? Not, no, <laughs> no, no, but I really want to. But um, you have to. The last time, the last time I saw Ozzy. Uh, the last time I saw Ozzy, he had a, a bit of a rough night and we actually left the show early uh, because it was it was pretty disappointing to see somebody that you're such a fan of um, have, a, have a night like that. So I was I was skeptical about going to see this, you know, this newest No More Tours tour, whatever it is, uh, with Ozzy and Megadeth. And, uh, but then, you know, we got Zach Wilde back playing with him again and then Megadeth was announced. I was like, dude, I, I can't. I can't miss this now. I'm gonna go, and then of course shit hit the
0: fan. Well, I gotta say, don't be skeptical. I saw Ozzy three times in like a year or two period. I saw him once on an off night, and the other two nights was amazing. So,
1: well, that's another thing I was gonna say about that guy. Like, I, I've I've been a fan of Ozzy my whole life, and I I uh, I think I I know about him just enough to say that I don't believe the guy's ever going to truly retire. Like he might not tour full time. Like he did when he was younger or whatever anymore. He might, he might slow down, but I, I believe in my heart that that guy is going to be somewhat active until he literally dies. He, he's not going to stop.
0: He's back in the studio again. <laughs> Already. And the guy I heard recently that when he was diagnosed with Parkinson's, it wasn't recently. He's been hiding it since 2003.
1: Yeah. Yeah, When it (laughs) came out, I was like, Oh no, he's not. And then they're like, well, he's had it for 10 years. And I was like,
0: well, that bastard. (laughs) No, he's had it for 20 years. He's had it since 2003. (laughs) That's Uh why he, that's why he canceled half of Ozfest that one year. I'm like, But what's crazy is, is he got misdiagnosed with Parkinson's in 97 and then he found out he actually has it.
2: Uh.
0: Could you imagine that karma finding out you have something, you don't actually have it, and then you actually end up with it? No, no, I don't want that at all. It's terrible. That's why, that's why he did the no more tours the first time because he thought he was dying and then he found out he's not. And then in 2003, he found out he actually has it, and he's like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna keep
2: touring."
1: But I, we know, should... I can't say, one of the one of the earlier times I saw Ozzy. I don't believe it was the first. Uh, it was it was for Osmosis. It was for that tour cycle. Uh, you know, they Zach and Ozzy wrote the record. I mean, Zach Zach wrote and recorded Osmosis, but then he wasn't touring. He wasn't touring that part of it because he had. Uh, Was that Pride and Glory going on at that point, or was he? Yeah, it was Pride and Glory. I think he was he was pretty active with. So, they got JoJo Holmes to fill in and tour, and the dude could play like he he played well. But when we saw him, I don't know if he dude had like stage fright or something, but he he was like glued to his amps. Like he was facing (laughs) his amps, the back of the stage, like glued to him. And at one point, Ozzy, went back and grabbed by his head, like grabbed him by his hair and drug him to the front of the stage. <laughs> awesome.
0: Osmosis, I have to say, is the most underrated Ozzy album. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, it's different,
1: but like the the songwriting is, is great on it. It's, uh, it. it's it's just awesome. I love love that record.
0: <laughs> well, uh, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to cut this short. Because we are at an hour and 15 minutes. <laughs> and oh, <what>? do- <laughs> yeah. But we should do a part two. Absolutely. Um, no, uh, maybe Tony uh, can wow. join. Maybe Tony can join me next week. But if you want to do this next week too, we can. Maybe, maybe. I don't know what's going on yet. But I mean, I'm, I'm open to uh, doing this. All right. The pink sock loves having guests. <laughs> What, the,
2: how, what? How kind, else did
0: it get that way? What kind of face was that? You're like, <laughs> but is, is there anything? I know you have an EP you want to promote. Is there anything else you want to promote? Well, I mean that
1: uh, you know we we have released a couple of singles off the new EP. We released uh, you know call out my name is the current one that the, the video is out right now. That's that's the one we've been pushing uh, right now. If you haven't seen and heard call out my name make sure you check out the video on youtube uh the single is available everywhere you can stream it download it everywhere um so put some spins on that on spotify for us uh the first thing
0: i'm going to interrupt you for a second call out my name was also played at the beginning of this podcast
1: yes sir yes sir god bless you uh uh, are are you in there was the first single we released off of it um that's what, that's what She said,
0: that's what she said. Maybe, maybe to you. Uh,
1: which, uh, those, those are the first two we did. Um, we did, uh, we did the videos to, to those ourselves, which was, uh, a, a lot of work we, we put into those, but it was uh awesome, awesome pay off, you know, at the end seeing, you how they came out, um, and we've, we've got other stuff that we're working on that, that uh, may or may not have to do with the same EP, which we are still trying to release uh, as soon as possible. Um, so, I mean, that's all I can say at the moment, really, is uh, to to watch our pages. Uh, everything is at Neverwake Music. Um, our website is neverwakemusic.com. The socials are at Neverwake Music, as you can see. <laughs> never wake, uh, that's for all of them. So... If you, uh, follow us and like us on there, we will be talking about all that stuff, everything that's going on. Um, we were, uh, I I think planning on doing a a live hangout session soon where we're going to try to hit on, you know, what's, what's going on and, and, uh, you know, how, how the, this virus BS has affected everything that we're trying to do and that we're trying to move forward and we can't wait to get back out with, uh with the sleepwalkers.
0: If this goes too long, you'll end up turning that EP into an LP. <laughs> Dude. I, well, the funny thing
1: is we never, we never stop writing. We have like, we have a, a bank of songs that, that, that could be released. It's just ridiculous. Like we, we probably have, I mean, like there's the EP that's ready, like ready to be released, but we probably have a, at least a, a couple of full length albums worth of music. that like, <laughs> we're, we're always, always working on new songs.
0: Hey, you got to keep yourself busy. One more thing. Have have you learned any new instruments while you've been quarantined?
1: Shit. No, I don't got time for that. I mean,
0: you might think you might think that you have time for
1: that, but like, uh, I, I am playing homeschool teacher and, uh, spending more time than ever with my son, which has been awesome. That has been a blessing. It's been awesome. Uh, being able to hang out with my son as much as I have. Um, but I, I have been. Playing more guitar, I've been trying to get better at that.
0: You got to learn the mandolin. Learn the mandolin. I have played a mandolin, but I, I don't own one. Uh, I, I've been trying to learn bass, and you figured I would have time for that, but I don't have the money for that. I don't. I can't. I need strings. <laughs> bass strings are not cheap. Also, I need an amp because my cousin blew my old one, and not in a good way but that's, that's fortunate. Thank you for doing this and you could stick on here. We could chat a little bit longer after we uh end this. Okay. But thank you for doing this, buddy, and we of should do course. a part 2. My pleasure. I was happy to do it. Everyone check out Neverwake at www.facebook.com/neverwake music or you can check them out on Spotify or any other streaming services. You can also check out Everywhere You can also check out Pink Sock Podcast while you're listening to Neverwake. Thank you all for tuning in and remember, live long and rock hard.